Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the Spirit, thanking the Lord for His faithfulness. Give me an encounter tonight that will change my life in the name of Jesus. I come to the one true God. He said, this is eternal life that they may know you, the one true God.
In Jesus' name.
Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the Spirit, thanking the Lord for His faithfulness. tonight. Go ahead and pray. A definite encounter. Definite encounter tonight by the Spirit. Give me an encounter tonight that will change my life in the name of Jesus. I come to the one true God. He said, this is eternal life that they may know you. The one true God.
the ones that are going to hold back. Oh, Lord, who is like unto thee? side to side as you pray in the spirit thanking the Lord for his faithfulness 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. God bless all of you, my fellow Zoomers and my fellow pop dealers. Hallelujah. God bless you. I thank God for your lives by the special grace of God. I'm also doing well with my family. God bless you, my daughter Josie. May the Lord bless you and put laughter in your mouth. In Jesus' precious mighty name, amen. Achievo. God bless you, son. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Today is my son's birthday. Isaac Newton. So for glorious birthday to you. I pray that the hand of the Lord will be strong over your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I ask that the Lord will open the treasures of heaven over your destiny. May the Lord raise you as an apostolic voice, even of revival, even to the nations of the world. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Through prayer, you will draw the hearts of men to God. And the Lord will make you a lifter of men. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you, son. May the Lord bless you and empower you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you find yourself on this altar by the special grace of God and there are certain things that if you are connected to this altar, you know, by the special grace of God, you should be able to at least walk in them with ease. Are you following? Yes. At least, if you don't know how to do anything, you should know how to sing. When I say sing, I'm not trying to say be like the metal or be like snatch or be like, huh? but at least you should know how to sing. Are, are you following? At least if you enter the bathroom, you know, there should be some kind of witness in your own self that you can sing. It, it's not by force for anybody to know. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Hallelujah. And so you know, if you don't know how to sing, you should know how to teach the word of God. At least some basic principles of Christ dear. You should know how to teach. Are, are you getting it? If you don't know how to teach too, at least you should know how to play at least one instrument in the church. At least. Deuro is there. Untunsansai is there. Switwa is there. Konka is there. At least learn to... I don't forget what I'm saying. Are you following? If you don't know how to play any instrument, at least you should know how to pray. At least you should know how to fire prayer. Are you following? If you don't know how to fire prayer, to at least you should know how to say in the realms of the spirit. Is somebody with me? Hallelujah. 
So, if you don't know any of this, at least you should be a good husband or wife. If all these things are mentioned, you don't have a place in any of them. My brother, we need to rebaptize you on this altar. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. If you are not married to, you can't be a good husband, a good wife at, at this present time because you are not married. But at least you should be a good partner in a relationship, whether a male or female. Are you following? Good. If every trouble in your relationship comes from you and you are still here on this altar, you are wasting my time in this church. And if I draw my cane spiritually, you might not like what will happen. Amen. Because one of the things that I know is that anytime people gather here like this, it is not for me, it is for the Lord. Are you following? And I do my best to do what the Lord wants me to do. Because I know that one day, the Lord will call me before him and ask me concerning the souls that have gathered here. So if I do my part and you are making my work difficult, first, I will ship you. <laughs> are you following that one day, I don't care whether you are 70 year old woman or 70 year old man. Because it is my responsibility. Hey, you will you, be there. And I will ship you physically so you come and say, so for no When you see me in your dreams, that one you can't go and explain it to anybody. Amen. But you see, Many of you will not understand what I'm saying and where I'm coming from. It is not even a joke key. It is not a joke. I know what I'm saying. If you have seen God demanding the souls of men from pastors before, you will know how angry God becomes when he's dealing with pastors. Yes. I'm telling you, that is the reason why I don't see this thing as, oh, God being just it's just a no, 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 no. See, sometimes when you enter some other platforms on Podbean, it looks like they are joking. But here we are handling serious matters because these are the souls of men. Huh? The soul that Jesus came to die for. They have gathered here. I can't be fooling around because I have a God to answer to when I'm done with my work. Are you following? That is why if I'm doing everything to help you, if I talk to you by God's grace, because here, we don't say go and fornicate. <laughs> In fact, God tells us that fornication can take precious things from your life. And if you are not careful, it can drag your soul into the pit of hell. Yes. If we say all these things and you still say, man of God, forget what you are saying. Stop that nonsense. Let us enjoy in life. 
then you know that I've done my part. It is your own desire for unnecessary enjoyment that is leading you to that side. So the Lord knows my heart. Are you following? Many people don't like to hear things like this. I'm telling you. You see, people go to church and they have already planned what they want to hear. And if you're a man of God and you say something you don't want to hear, they leave the church, they don't come again. Sister, brother, the church is not for me. It is for the Lord Jesus. And he found me faithful by showing me mercy to be the leader. Now, as a leader, the followers actually mimic the steps of the leader. Are you following? That is why there is a burden on me to walk in purity. Because if I don't, it will be difficult for you to also walk in purity. There is a burden on me to walk in holiness. Because if I don't, if I lie, it will be difficult for you to also speak the truth. Are you getting it? So sometimes, pastors are obliged to walk in strict. Some of you don't know the way God relates with men of God. It is not, it, it is not Trimude matter. Sure. Especially those that teach the word of God. Because whatever I'm doing, teaching you from God's word, I'm shaping the way you think. If it is wrong, I'm dead. So I sit down and I make sure that the Holy Spirit has taught me well. So that I will train you in the way of righteousness. Amen. That is why anytime we join this um, platform, I tell you that put all manner of jokes and things aside. Because we have seen people receiving breakthroughs and these people have not seen them before. They don't know where I stay. But look at the kind of things that God is doing to help people. Just look at what God is doing through the balm of Gilead. A word of prophecy to people will manifest exactly as God said it. And you still think we are joking here? No. Something strange is happening here. And it will take a heart of readiness and a serious mind to receive whatever the Lord is doing here. Are you following The preacher's journey. All right, you can go ahead. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Yes. Right now, everybody opens pot bean for fun. You just open it, they are doing whatever they want to do. But when you get to a place where we are serious with prayer, with the word of God, with walking in purity and righteousness, you need to know that it is not a joke. There were moments where I became restless because when people send me messages and they, they tell me their issues, you can't sleep. Are you following? I'm telling you, you can't sleep. And sometimes my wife will be like, 
sleeps more. You see, it is because this matter of this thing called ministry is not what we think it is. If you don't have the burning heart for souls, forget it. You are not in ministry. You are doing maybe some kind of industry work. I'm telling you. You know, there are some people, as I'm talking to right now, they have not yet received the fruit of the womb, and I can't sleep on their matter. Any time, any time, their name crosses my mind, wherever I am, I have to stand still and say, Lord, have mercy on these people and grant them the fruit of the womb. And when these people receive their miracles, Sometimes me, I shout and rejoice more than the people that have received the fruit of the womb. I'm telling you. Remember the woman whose daughter um, was deaf and dumb? That by the application of, of oil in the prophetic word. How many of us were here when we, we heard that testimony? The child's ear popped open. Something appeared in the ear of the child. They removed it and the child was able to speak and hear. In fact, that testimony, I cried. One of my daughters here, she was here when the, the woman was giving the testimony. She also cried. It's not a matter of joke, people of God. The destinies of people are being worked here by the Spirit of God. So we need to be very serious. You see, before we started this, um, today's lunch prayer fire, I was just sitting in my, my study chair when the spirit of the Lord began to minister to me. He said, son, do you know that there can be an atmosphere of great anointing and still people will not receive anything? It's a serious thing. I'm telling you. So I beg you. I beg you. Everything concerning receiving anything from God it's a matter of the heart. Listen to me carefully. If your heart is not ready to receive, you can't receive anything. Even though the presence of the Lord is at the place you find yourself. Are you following? Let's understand these principles of God. The Lord will help us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Now listen to me. I want you to know this before we lift up our voices in prayer. Are you following? Good. Let me ask a certain simple question and see what um, the Lord has for us. Hallelujah. Now the question is, who is God? Who is God? The news are 
this question here at Asemaba. The matter chop hot right now, right now. Who is God? Nobody is typing again. Okay, many of you are giving answers, and everything you are saying is true. Everything you are saying is true. But now, listen to what I'm about to ask. How does this definition of God you are giving right now apply to you? How does it apply to you? If God is the creator of the universe, how does it apply to you? That means He created you. Is that not so? If he created you, what else? Is that all? At that moment, you have sealed it. Okay, God is the creator of the universe, so he created me. That is all you have, you have said that God is. <laughs> Did somebody get what I'm saying? So your understanding and revelation of God will determine how you serve him. Very, very, very important. I'm telling you the truth. And that is where a lot of believers are missing many things. People are working on the. You see, you are not the only one that believes in God. There are people who are not Christians. They believe in God. That there is a certain God that created the earth. So what is the difference between that person and you that is also saying that God is a creator? You are the same. Because the person also believes. But you, you said you are a Christian. What makes you a Christian? That is where you need to now understand your work with God. Many of us claim that we are Christians, but we don't even know what it means to be a Christian. We don't know what it means to be born again. What does it mean for somebody to be born again? We don't know. This is why our work with God has become some way. Because the focus in Yinano is God give me marriage, God give me travel, God give me this. God. So we think God is only giving things. You see the thing? And because of that, because of our understanding about God on that dimension, we don't know God in any other dimension again. So the day you are believing God for marriage and marriage does not come, to you, at that moment, He ceases to be God. This thing I'm talking about is a heavy thing. If you know God to be a giver of all things, and you are believing God for marriage, and marriage does not come, what will be the essence of God to you at that moment? Nothing. And it is when you believe God for something and that thing does not come, that the enemy will get a voice in your heart. He will speak, Papa. He will tell you that that God is a, is a giver of this. Where is your marriage? He will speak. And if you are not strong, many people left God and left the church. Because of the lack of deeper revelation on who God is. We have about 80% of church members, including pastors, who do not know who God is. 
They don't know who God is. Now, I want to say something that some people will not understand. But those that have understanding will understand. What am I trying to say? Let me tell you. If you want to know God, if you want to know God, there is a little percentage that the Bible can do for you. Are you getting it? This Bible that you have as a Christian, if you want to know God, the Bible is the key that will open the doorway for you. But many of us are holding the key. We don't even know where the door is. We don't know where the door is. Because there are plenty doors and we have one key. So which type of door are we supposed to use this key to open? The one that will show you the type of door is the Holy Ghost who is in you. And if you don't work and work with him, you will have the key all the days of your life and still not know God. What am I trying to say? The way they are... Listen, many of us know about God, but we don't know God. We know about him. Oh, he's the one that parted the Red Sea for the Israelites to pass through. So any Red Sea in your life, God is about to part it for you to walk through. In Jesus' name, then we all shout, Amen. He is the one. Oh, Jesus. When evil was on the earth, he wiped all those evil people with, with a flood. So any evil person in your life, God is going to wipe that person with a flood. Then we shout, Amen. You will never know God like that. Damn. Mm. This is where the problem is. Now, you have been hearing all these sermons. Do you know God? Where is he? How does he even look like? How does it look like? Where is God? No, where is God? We all know, they have told us from scriptures that God is in heaven. Is that not what they told us? Didn't they say God is in heaven? Okay, let me ask you. Have you been to heaven before? Why have you not been to heaven before? How many of us can answer this question? Why have you not been to heaven before? They will tell you because you have not you have not yet died. Because heaven is for Christians who will die and later go. Is that not what they, they told you? Oh, that is what you Now, you see, we are very funny. And the devil has succeeded in doing this. The devil has succeeded in doing this. I want you to know this. There is that dimension. You can never know God at a certain point without spiritual encounters. It, you can never know God. I'm telling the truth. Let me show you something. You see, they told us that eternal life 
we are going to pray but i just want you to understand because the whole christian thing has become like a ritual that we keep doing every sunday you have to go to church if you don't go to church on sunday you feel guilty why are you feeling guilty that you did not go to church because it's a religious ritual it must be done that's why i'm feeling guilty but when you go to church whether you listen to what the man of god said or not just because you were in church alone means you are fine you see may the lord help us and let me tell you the truth if you want to let god be somebody that you pray god give me money and he gives or give me this and he gives fine he will give you that god will give but if you want to know god and walk with god recording in progress if you want to know god and walk with god that one too has another dimension to allow you so we are all christians but when god is speaking to us he does not speak to us from the same perspective because some of us any time we are coming to god in prayer it is either we are coming to kill some witches or we want to get some money to go to, to further our education or we want to marry or we want to travel or we want to buy a car we want to build a house you see the thing or our, the boyfriend that we are we are with he's misbehaving so man of god please help me i want to marry the man he is mis- man of god lock him for me put his name in oil and recite something hey. now you see all these things that you are asking from god is not bad i hope you know what i'm talking about they are not bad things in fact god wants to give you these things it is the heart desire of god to give you these things but do you know something what God really wants for you is not that He will give you a car. If a God will prophesy about that, I'm going to give you the fruit of the womb, He will, he will fulfill it. Now, when God tells you, you see, even prophecy, there is a greater purpose of prophecy than what we think it is. I'm telling you, when God says that, ah, you will travel and you will travel, do you know what God takes from that? You don't know. If only you have understanding, you will know even what that thing can do for you when God fulfills his word. It is not for the man of God to be lifted on the shoulders of people. Well, do you, you, do you said it. It has happened. What is that? There is a strong hidden purpose for what God does. Now, if you go to my message on the mystery God, you assess some few things. I said something that you see, God is not the only one that can do some of the things he does. I hope you know what I'm talking about. You understand that? Yeah. This is not blasphemy. I've seen people that went to fetish priests and they helped them to travel. God too helped somebody to travel. So what is the difference between God and the fetish priest on the matter of traveling? Can you all hear me? So on the matter of traveling. Now, Subruku helped Ajoa Mansa to travel. God also helped Akwesi Besanata to travel. 
So what is the difference between Subruku and God on the matter of traveling? Yeah, what's the difference? Now, what they were all looking for was traveling. They all traveled. Is that not so? They all traveled. So if you want to serve God because of what he does, when he, he does not do it for you, you will go to a, a fetish priest. I'm telling you. We don't serve God because of what he can do. We don't serve God because of his acts. We serve God because of who he is. And who God is, is revealed in his ways. That is the reason why. Look at what God did for the Israelites when they were leaving Egypt to the promised land. They were there with their eyes open. Yagani. They saw God opening the Red Sea for them to walk through. Still, when they crossed, they removed all their necklaces and built a certain image and said, this one brought us out of Egypt. What? What? What, what nonsense? What blasphemy? After all that God did, they were hungry. God started raining food from heaven. Nobody has ever seen that before. Food was coming from up. It was raining like rain. Normal rain water. And the people were eating it. The Bible calls it angels food. So manna was the food that angels were eating. God gave it to human beings. Still, they rebelled against God. They said, this is not the God that brought us out of captivity. So upon all the manifestation of God's power, still the heart of men were so hardened to say, no, this is not their God. Hey! This is a serious thing. This is the reason, let me tell you this, people of God. You see, we see God's power at work here. That is beautiful. But if I don't tell you how to know God personally, I've not helped you. I'm telling you. I have not helped you. And that is what I'm telling you. Don't live your life only based on things. Are you getting it? Marriage is good. We will all marry. We will all marry you. Childbirth is good. We will all give birth. Yes, traveling is good. When it is God's will and plan, we will all travel. When the enemy tries to stop it, we will who would destroy the enemy and travel. They are all beautiful things. But the one that made us wants us to have a work with him. So that we will now understand the, the real purpose of life. If you know this, that is what the devil is preventing you from knowing. You know. Because he knows that if he, he you see, let me tell you, this life, eh, you, your needs will never finish. Your needs, so long as you are a living human being, your, what, your needs will never finish. Because at every second, there is something you would need. And if your whole focus, everything about your life is to get what you need, you will never focus on any other thing. You will even throw God away. You only come to God when you need something. That is why many people, when they are praying, it is only when they need something that they will pray. When they get it, they forget God. When things go wrong, they will now come back to God. So you see, their life has become like God is just an entity we just go to and we get some things for ourselves. They don't live a life of purity. 
they do anything they want. Now, people like this, they can be Christians. Oh, that is why I keep telling you that it is one thing. Huh? You see, when you are praying for um, what we call maybe the sinless confession and salvation, you say, Lord, I take you as my what? My Lord and Savior. Is that not so? Oh, is that not so? You said he is your Lord and Savior. Do you know what those two words mean? My Lord and Savior. Do you know what they mean? <laughs> Many of us we have accepted the Lord Jesus to be our Savior. That one, it is, it is, it is there. But the Lord is what we don't understand. The word Lord is the word master or owner. That is what we call the one that owns your house, a landlord. He is the one that owns the house. He is the one that can tell that this house, we don't do this at night. We don't, if you can stay in the house, come and stay. If you can't follow the simple law, leave. Because the person owns the house. So a lord is the owner of the thing. He's the master. So if you say Jesus is your lord, it means he owns you. So why do you now do things that he has told you not to do? Does, does that make him your lord? Let me say this. It is about, what I'm about to say is quite big. But I will say it. Let me tell you, there are many of us, Jesus is not our Lord, but he's, He has saved us, He's our Savior. When you die right now, it is you will go to heaven because He saved you, and you have accepted that. But the matters of your life, He does not rule over them. And if there is no Jesus ruling over all the areas of your life, know that that place is naked. The enemy can touch it at any time he wants. I'm telling you. That is why there are many Christians, they are struggling, Papa. But let them die right now. They will go to heaven. But they are struggling. They will, some of them can struggle. Hey, let me tell you, if you don't let Jesus be your Lord, it can even affect your salvation. Why, why am I saying that? People did not make Jesus their Lord. They were doing everything some. And the enemy captured areas of their lives. To a point where marriage was not working. Traveling was not working. Nothing was working. That was when the enemy started speaking to people. If you are struggling like this, you better go and meet. I know a man. He can help you. He can do this. He can do this. And they left the premise of God's temple to a different shrine. Now, they, when they went there and they received what they were looking for, there was a certain desire. Now, let me tell you, anytime you visit a, a different place that is not godly, what they are giving to you is not what they want to give. They are bargaining for your soul. Mm. So once you go there, they will take something from you that will, that will bring you back. And as you keep going and keep going, they will snatch your soul. Now the snatching of your soul speaks of you losing your salvation. Hmm. Listen. 
Do you know the people? People. Hey. The devil is very smart. He knows that Jesus came to die to save you. That one, there's nothing he can do about it. But he knows how to attack the life. People suffer that as Christians, they suffer that they denied Jesus. Because of money. Some people have gone through sufferings. Money. And, and they, they just didn't know what to do again. People said, if you me, and I know a place, if you want to get money, I can take you there. They challenge me. And I would do anything just to me. You take me there. The person went there. Said, you want to get money? Say yes. Okay, fine. You have to cut your palm. Drain your blood into a certain small bottle. You add this, this, this. You will drink it. You will recite some. Now, what you do, let me tell you. Anytime you visit an occultic premise, the first thing they will let you do, if you're a believer, is to denounce Christ. Else they can't help you. Because anytime you're a Christian and you visit a place like that, they see the light of God in your heart. And that one, listen to my listen to what I'm saying. The Bible said, with the heart. Man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So they know when they, before you got saved, your heart and your mouth were at work. So if you need money, then you are about to trade money for salvation. You have to throw salvation away and get the money. How then can you do that? It will start from the same heart. So you denounce Christ in your heart, then you confess it with your mouth that from today. Jesus is no more my Lord. He's no more my Savior. Lord Lucifer is the one. Before they will now ordain you and initiate you on that occultic altar, then they will say, fine, before we seal it, get three pregnant women. After sealing them, money will start flowing. Now, this person that was once kneeling on the altar in church, praying, right now, Right now, you see how the enemy works. So, what, what what is the problem? The problem is this: we have not made Jesus our Lord. How can you make Jesus your Lord? First, know that He owns you. That is why I always tell you that anything that you have is not yours, it is for the Lord. The very day you believe in Jesus, see it that way, else you will live your own life. It is for the Lord. So don't say, oh, have my, my body. See? <laughs> my, my body is half eight. Um, eight. What do they call it? Coca-Cola ship. Can I say something here? I have six, six packs. What have you packed in the six? Huh? Six packs of what? Six packs of what? I've always realized something. Anytime you begin to, you see, there is this. You see, let me let me break it down. I know many motivational speakers will fight with me because of what I'm about to say. I've said this thing before, and I'll say it again. There is something called self. S e l f. S e l f. S E 
S-E-L-F. Self. We all know that. Now, what is self? What is self? There is something deep on this matter of self that we don't even know. It is out of this that the word selfish came from. Selfish. Okay, now let me say this. When I say, when you say myself, is it a wrong statement? Myself. Is myself a wrong statement? It is not. But when you say selfish, is it a wrong word? The question is, why? Why? The same self. Something has been attached to it. It has made it wrong. The same self. That is the reason why. (laughs) I wish I can say this. People would take pictures and write self-love. It is not bad. But at a certain point, it is also wrong. Are you getting it? At a certain point. Because somebody looked in the mirror and said, Ah, see beautiful girl like myself. Now, the moment the person said that to herself, in fact, it is not bad. Motivational speakers will tell you, Huh? They will tell you that hey, you need to have self, high self-esteem. You look into the mirror and tell yourself you are beautiful. You are this. You are this. Hey, me, I am. <coughs> look to yourself in the mirror and tell yourself I am great. I am a rich man. <laughs> you see, they are good things. Is that not so? Oh, they are. They, are they not good things? You are. are you are saying they are known as what? Positive confessions. But do you know that somebody looked at herself in the mirror and said, I am beautiful. And from that day, pride entered into her. She started disrespecting everybody because she's beautiful. And when other people's mouth came into the matter, when everybody was telling her, you are beautiful, hey, you are beautiful, something built up in the same self that she saw the beauty from. And pride started. Now, this pride that started in the person has locked many doors that should have been opened easily for the person. So, what at all is self? That is the reason why the true identity of yourself is not you. It's not you. If you see it as you, you'll be selfish. And once you become selfish, a lot of evil things can come out of you. Can I explain it lastly for you to understand? Okay. Now, the day man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, a seed was planted in man. That seed was called the seed of death. The seed of death. The seed of death is known as carnality. Carnality. And its fruit is known as death. 
So the Bible said to be carnally minded is death. Are you following? Now, what is the word carnal? What does it mean? What does the word carnal mean? I want somebody to help us. What does the word canal mean? Okay, someone said worldly. Okay. Or something that is of the flesh. Okay. Okay. So what is flesh? Somebody said reasoning without the word of God. That is very powerful. <laughs> what is flesh? You see where we are getting to? Can you see where we are getting to? Now let me explain some few things for you to understand. Flesh is not necessarily the physical body. Not necessarily. What am I trying to say? The body is part, but it is not entirely. Are you following? Let me just explain. There is just only one word I'm, I'm about to explain flesh with. Flesh simply means anything that does not produce life. And if the thing is not producing life, it is producing death, then what is it? Flesh actually speaks of the knowledge of good and evil. Simple. The knowledge of good and evil. The knowledge of good and evil. Now, this knowledge is retained as a seed in the souls of men. Are you following? Are, are, we, are we learning something? So flesh is not something that you can really hold. It is a mindset. It is a mindset. Having the knowledge of good and evil is flesh. The only thing that can handle this one is life. And that life only comes from the spirit. So the main reason why this body, this physical body you have, so there's a difference between your body and your flesh. Sometimes the King James would refer to the body as the flesh, but it is not really like that. It does not really mean that. So the word canal is the word flesh. Are you with me?
The word canal is the word flesh. And you know, canal is not your body. Your body is not canal. Your body is physical. Well, let me say natural. There are dimensions of men. You have as a natural man, a canal man, and a spiritual man. They are not the same. A natural man, a carnal man, and a spiritual man. There are those they focus so much on the desires of the flesh. And I said the flesh speaks of the knowledge of good and evil, which has been planted as a seed in your soul. Are you following? Now, natural speaks of a person that is just given to natural things. They don't think of any spiritual thing. You see, a carnal man is a man that has knowledge of spiritual, but does not follow it. So you can be a Christian and be carnal. A natural man is somebody who rejects anything spiritual. Are you following? They don't believe that there are spiritual things. They don't believe it. Oh, there, there's nothing like spirit. Nothing. They are just natural men walking about. The, the, the only thing they believe that exists is what they can see with their eyes. But a spiritual man is the one that knows spiritual things and is following it to get the life that is in that spirituality. But a carnal man is the one that knows that there are spirits and there are spiritual dimensions and is still working according to the desires of the flesh. So you know you are a Christian. There is the Holy Ghost. There are dimensions of the power of God. You know, but you are still working in fornication. You are a carnal believer. I don't know if somebody is getting it. Carnality starts. Carnality starts when somebody focuses so much on him or herself outside what the word of God or the spiritual dimension where he or she follows speaks of. Hmm. Do you know that people look into the mirror, they see the way they are beautiful and all of a sudden they change. So when they greet someone, they think they are so special that, see, a special person like me greeting, you don't want to respond. A special person like me, that is not the spirit of God. Exactly. Selfishness is born out of carnality. Anybody that is selfish is a carnal person. You see it from that point. They can do anything only for themselves. Now, when somebody is selfish, it is dangerous. They, because it is out of selfishness that all manner of jealousy, um, pride, and all those kind of um, envy, all these things will come out of. I'm telling you. Are you getting it? That is why you should be very careful. Anytime you want to do, you want to get something only for me, myself, myself, self, self. Be very careful. You, yourself is not evil. 
but to a certain extreme know that the selfishness we are speaking of is a matter of good and evil there is good in it there is evil in it so you need to know how to balance it with life else you either go to and it is easy for a man to shift to the evil side i hope you know that very easy you can put money under your pillow and tell your son i've put money under this pillow don't go and take it that's when a certain desire will be in the child to go and lift the pillow and check the money then some of us we failed in those kind of um tests i've put the key under the mortar don't go and take it ah the the moment we get that knowledge that there is a key there the knowledge of evil will be activated what we were told not to do is what we will do that is why selfishness is dangerous and if you're a believer you want to see god and know god well because there is a certain level of selfishness where you have to look down on others before you look up on yourself That is where all manner of evil starts. That is why I said, Yes. Do you know that sometimes when your mother puts money under the pillow, no one can trust or discuss your pillow, Nasia. Even if you find the money, you don't even take it. But when your mother tells I've put money under the pillow, don't take it. The moment you hear don't, there is a certain desire. They said that don't will mean do to you. And it, it is because of the knowledge of evil that is already in our souls. Ah, how many of us don't know what the Bible has said that don't fornicate? Mm-mm. Don't fornicate. Me. The moment you watch an advert on TV and they are talking about challenge. Man power capsules. If you take man power capsules, any hey, you will be strong as a man. Ah. Voices will start echoing in your soul. Young man, you have not tried yourself. Do you know whether you are strong or not? Check something. Check something. Get 15 capsules. All of a sudden, a thought will drop in your mind. You remember the last three weeks, Lordina was trying to talk to you. Look at the way she was, you know, pulling a near chibi. You can test Lodina with the capsules and check. Just know your strength and see if you are fine. You see? <laughs> hey! Hey! So you see, many young guys right now, they want to, they want to tell them that me, I, I'm a strong man. I am. I. Everything is I. 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 If that thing enters your heart, what you will do, you will be shocked. I'm telling you, you would want to prove yourself yourself everywhere and you get to the extreme. If everything about your life, what am I trying to say? The more you think of yourself, self, self, the less you think of the one that owns you. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. If everything about your life is Christ, any decision you want to make, he becomes the first one and once you think of him first you will now know what he says concerning you then you do that one 
But if you think of yourself first, problem has started. Why am I saying this? That is the reason why. Anytime you get money and you start thinking of what to buy first for yourself and not maybe to do anything for the kingdom, after buying the thing for yourself, it will be difficult for you to give to the Lord. I hope you know that. Sometimes when you even enter the, the mall, just say you, the, by the time you realize the money is finished, that is when, when you want to plan, you say, I think I need this bag. I don't have a white bag. Let me get, because I have a certain white dress that if I use this bag, to, like this Sunday, it will be very nice. And I know definitely Joanita was asking that, hey, why did you buy this? It is so, so nice. You see, your mind has now shifted. <laughs> hey, that is one of the reasons why the, the enemy is plaguing our finances. Because you let you think first of yourself. And the moment you start with yourself, you, don't, you will not end with because your needs will never finish. And if you start with yourself, you will forget God easily. Hey. This thing I'm telling you, the devil didn't want you to know. He did not want you because he knows that if you catch him on this, on this wise, he has missed it. When I, when I saw this, I said, ah, so that was how I became very poor. Okay, fine. So from today, I'll focus on the kingdom first. Anything I get, kingdom first. And I'm telling you, I've seen marvelous changes in my life. The Lord will help us and open the treasures of heaven unto us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I declare right now over your life, anything that the enemy has released against your destiny to cripple you in your walk with God, I break it from your destiny. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that the heavens will be opened above you and that the Lord will pour down unto you rains of increase. From today, your needs will not overshadow you, but the needs of the kingdom will be what your whole life will be about. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, if this becomes your mindset, then let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. I pray that the mind of Christ will fill you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will not miss your providential way in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to um, save this message and um, I'll upload it. You can download it. Keep listening to it. Keep listening to it. Now sit down and ask yourself, so is, is Jesus the Lord over my finance? If that is so, because you see, let me tell you the truth. Let me tell you the truth. He is your Lord. He owns you. He tells you what to do at every point in time. And anytime you have a Lord, then it means something must come from you towards the Lord. It is called obedience. Are you, are you with me? And the highest form of obedience is what we call submission. 
submission. Submission. The highest form of obedience. That is why any woman that does not have a respect for a man and know how to obey his voice in the period of relationship cannot submit. If you want to understand the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ, it is clearly demonstrated in marriage. Clearly demonstrated in marriage. Because the word Lord means Wura in key. Wura or owner. That is why women call their husbands Mira. What does it mean? My owner. My Lord. You own me. You, you, you. Tell me what to do and I will do it. I'm telling you, that's how God designed it to be. That's how God designed everything to be. Because the woman has her own plans. But the moment she marries, everything the man says is what she's supposed to do. This is the main reason why we don't just choose a man to be a... Because it's a dangerous thing. Who is your Lord? Don't break that Lordship and submission assignment. Don't break it. If you don't want to break it, look for a man that understands what you have planned as a woman and is willing to push you. When you get a man like that, eh, it is like you are in heaven. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you the truth. And if you are able to submit to a man, and the man also submits to Jesus very well and is obedient to his voice, that marriage, eh, Satan will, will, <laughs> he will, he will gather all the demons in heaven, in hell, and say, let us go after them because these people, they are dangerous. They are too submissive. They are too obedient to Christ. No, 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 no. We don't need people like that. Let us go and bring issues so that they will divorce. Are you following? Yes. So you see? Can you all hear me please? Can you all hear me? Great. So as a woman, how can you submit? As a wife, how can you submit to a man? Learn what submission is. Let's say you have a car, your own car as a wife. Maybe you, you came into the marriage with your own car. Hmm? And you decided to drive to the mall on Thursday morning. Hmm? You decided that So you have your own car as a wife You are in your husband's house You brought the car, you bought it yourself And you entered into the marriage with it You decided to drive the car to the mall on Monday morning But your husband said 
please don't go. Now, at this moment, you have your own car. You have your own fuel. You know how to drive. Sometimes you have even finished taking your bath. You enter the bedroom and you are putting some perfume on yourself. But, oh honey, where are you going? Oh, I want to go and buy something at the mall. Oh, you should have, oh, you should have told me this. You, you need to handle some few things. So you will stop. Maybe tomorrow something can go. Now, at this moment, we are supposed to not listen to what the, the woman will say. Oh, but honey, what are you trying to say? I've planned everything. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't stop me that. You can't stop me. I have to go. I will go and buy. Oh, no, please. Just wait so that tomorrow we all will go. No, 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 no. I can't wait. Hey! After all, it is my own car. Now, at that moment, if the car was for your husband and he says don't go, what can you say? You say, okay, fine. I will not go. Fine. It's okay. Now, the car is for him. And he said you should not go. Even if you will go, you have to come both. Are you are you are you getting it? Because the person whose car you wanted to drive to the market said you should not go. He will not give you the car. So at that point, if you say okay, you will not go, what you have done is obedience. And you have obeyed because the car is not in your possession. But when you have your own car. Your own fuel, everything is set. And he says, don't go. And he says, okay, okay, fine. If you have said so, I will not go. What you have done is higher than simple obedience. You have submitted your whole will to what the man said. A lot of women cannot do this. They are married, but they can't do this. It will be very difficult for you to submit to a man if you are not and at the same level of understanding with it will be i'm telling you it will be very difficult that's what christians we are doing to jesus he tells us don't fornicate you don't even see the reason why he should tell us that when i'm feeling some some in my body at night and there is a lady next door who is also feeling in her body what are you telling me? why are you saying i should not fornicate Hey, is the ye in my body for you? It is my own ye. Let me go and ye the ye. Um, hey! You see, sometimes, eh? Some of you, when you want to sing, the enemy can give you help. There are some people, when you go to them for money to go to church, they will never give it to you. They will never give it to you. No, you go to Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. And I, I get some chick bill, Charlie. She did the um, um, turmeric hotel there, Charlie. Make, make you dash me some 500 Ghana. I'll, I'll go sort you out. Charlie, Charlie, you be guy. You be guy. Then he will wire a thousand Ghana to you. He's pushing you to go and sing. Hey! Then he'll be waiting when you return. Charlie, how did you go? Charlie, Charlie, make Charlie sit down. Charlie, make you. Charlie, how? How far? Then this guy will also be fooling. Charlie, today, I spoiled there, I spoiled there. That's the same way you'll be spoiling your destiny. Amen. May the Lord help us. From today, 
if you want to work with God very well and know God, the first thing you need to conquer is sin. I'm telling you. Now, do you know how to conquer sin? Let me tell you this. Don't try it with your strength. You will fail. Okay, from today I will never sin again. Sure. Who did he say that? You can ask my son, Dakar Prince. <laughs> Who didn't say that? This is not a personal attack. <laughs> ah, we always say it. Some of us, the day we fornicated, that, that, that morning, that morning, if camera was on us, eh, and they captured what we were saying and what we were doing, that morning, that the evening, they said, was a summer we did in the evening. If the, in the morning, we, we shed tears. Like tears. This was not crocodile one. Like proper tears. Lord, please. From today, I will never sin again in my life. I will never sin again. I will delete the contact of all those foolish girls. <laughs> Father, hey. <laughs> hey, we blocked all those people. Ah, when it was 3 30, we unblocked them. <laughs> when it was 5 30, we were talking to them on phone. 9 p.m., first round had finished. Hey, what I'm talking about might sound funny. But some of us, our story, just a story, Panama, in that day. We can use it to try to shoot a movie. I'm telling you. Share. We cried, though. We said we will never sin again. That same day, no, that was when your Christ called. He pound for that four years. The day you said you will never sin again, she called. He said, please, can we meet at. Um, it's my kitchen. I want to have a word with you. And the way she was talking alone, with that smooth voice, hey, Jesus, the devil is a bastard. May the Lord help our dear young men. Some of you young ladies said you will never sin again. You will never fornicate. That was when said the little money you have you want to invest it into a certain business so that at least you will not depend on any man when you invested not only they were fraudsters they took your money away now you have nothing that is the date that a man will offer you two thousand ghana cities so come to my office that was it you want a job why don't you obey my voice why don't and the way they will talk I think they are angels from demons, demons. Hey. Why don't you just one, just one, maybe fine. Like you will not die. You know, most of the workers here, like it's just oh, just some of them they will even kneel down. Young lady, help your father. <laughs> your father is just one. Just just help your help daddy. You know, like oh, there is nothing. Hey, Eja. Eja is begging. Some can cry for tears to come. You start calling me names. Obapa, help, help your father. See, see I, I, just, just, just one, just, just one. Uh, like, 
you have don't wait, you will use carbon like two bedrooms and pack. Then you'll be watching it. May the Lord help our dear sisters and our dear brothers. From today, put this at the back of your mind. Jesus owns your life. Are you with me? He owns everything that belongs to you, including your phone. You cannot take your phone and enter any evil website. He owns it. Go to good sites. Learn. Build yourself up. By doing so, you are, you are causing the lordship of Jesus over you to be strong. Have respect for Jesus. Build it. Are you, are you with me? He owns me. Eh? When you stand in the mirror, don't, don't say good things. I know some of you don't know what I'm saying. Look into the mirror and say, I see Christ. Christ owns me. Everything about me is his. What he says is what I do. Go to the extent of saying that I, I am a slave to Christ. It's a beautiful thing, Papa, to be a slave of the Lord Jesus. The day you become a slave of him, you, you can never become a slave of to sin. I'm telling you. See? I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. We, we, we all sing those songs. Some, some, we can shout and sing those songs. Yes! I'm no longer a slave to fear. Even sin. I'm no longer a slave to sin. Ah. But by 3 p.m., some of us, the way, the way fear has gripped our hearts. Yeah. You eat rice that you bought from outside. And instead of you to carry the polythene bag to the trash can, you didn't do that. You left it in your room. And you also did not off your farm. And you left, you locked the door, you went out. When you return and you open the door, the fan, the, the wind that was coming from the fan blew the, <laughs> the polythene bag towards your direction. And the thing covered your face. Come and see. Jesus! Jesus! God! God! Die by fire! Die by fire! What should die? Is it the polythene bag or what? Blood of Nehemiah! May the Lord show us. When did the blood of Nehemiah save a human soul? May the Lord help us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Alright, the grace of the Lord is upon my life. And my eyes are open. Let me speak to some few people before we close. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There is somebody here that I saw a name like Zoe. Zoe is the person here. Zoe, can you hear me? Zoe. Zoe. Thank you, Father. Is the person here? Zoe, if you are here, let me pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is the person here, please?
is the person here if the person is not here let me move forward to someone else thank you father thank you father let me move to zoom there is somebody i'm seeing the name is kofi Mensa. I'm praying for you. The Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to tell you that His grace is coming so strong upon your life. I saw, I saw you standing at a place, and the place that you were standing looks to me in my vision like there was something like a graduation ceremony going on. And I saw a lot of professors. I saw a lot of professors and a lot of doctors in their apparel and in their robes. And I saw that you were also standing even amongst them. And I asked the Spirit of the Lord, what is going on? And the Lord spoke to me and said that He's releasing grace upon your life. I saw in the Spirit, the Lord spoke to me and said, this grace that He's releasing upon you, is the grace even for academic excellence the grace for academic excellence and i saw in the spirit that the lord said to me that he will take you even into greater heights in academics and he will open greater doors even for you all of a sudden the angel of the lord lifted me even from this place i saw that i've entered a particular place right now when i got there it is like a certain family that i've gathered and this place, um, as I'm there, they are all speaking like a, a certain language, like ever. And I don't know if your family is connected to people from that place. But the Lord spoke to me and said that His grace and favor are coming upon you. He's about to unlock certain doors for you. And I see in the Spirit, there is also a certain grace. And this grace that is coming upon you is for political seats because i saw in the spirit realm that the lord carried me even to the parliament house and when i got there i saw in the realm of the spirit can you can you hear me i think the person i'm talking to has left oh is he here Think his network is troubling him. God punish the devil. God punish the devil. My God. Okay, all right. Is he close to somebody that is that is here whose network is active? Professor said he is my office mate. 
Okay. Wow. Is he, is he at your office right now? Oh, he's not. Okay, no problem. But tell him that God is about to favor him. Okay, I saw a lot of professors and I saw a lot of doctors in their、um, robes and he was among them. Tell him that God is about to lift him up. He will be a great lecturer. And there is another grace, even for the political dimension that God will release upon him. And the Lord says that any assignment of the enemy against his health, that assignment is destroyed. I saw in the spirit that I entered a place like a hospital, and they brought out a certain folder. In the folder that I saw, I saw that his, his name was written on the folder. And I was reading some of the Lab tests that they have conducted, and I'm seeing something that has to do with issues with his kidney. And there's a problem that will be around his like urinal, I don't know, something like his urine, something like that. But the Lord is touching him, and the Lord is healing him today. Any attack of the enemy against his health is destroyed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The hand of the Lord will be upon him. And God will use him to fulfill his will in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is releasing grace. Listen, the Lord's, the Lord's Spirit ministered to me right now and said, I should curse any spirit of fear that is hanging around people, disturbing. Greater doors ahead of them. Before I started this、um, session of the lunch prayer fire, the Lord whispered into my ears and said, Go and deal with the spirit of fear. I stand in the name of the Lord and I declare right now over your life, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that spirit of fear tormenting your life, that spirit of fear. That is always whispering the whispers of death into your mind. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I banish that spirit from your life. In Jesus' mighty name, I banish that spirit from your life. In the name of Jesus, there are some of you, anytime you dream, you see that it looks like some people are chasing you. Some of you, you have had certain dreams. Several times where you saw that armed robbers attacked you and your family in your house with guns. From that time, you don't even have peace in your own house. Anytime it is getting to the ninth period, you are afraid, thinking that some armed robbers will come and torment you. I declare right now let the spirit of fear that is putting this kind of fear in your heart be banished. I 
cast out that spirit from your life in the name of Jesus. I cast out that spirit of fear from your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. That spirit of fear that always comes upon you. Anytime you are about to travel on a long journey, they keep re- releasing certain words in your mind that you will die, you will die, you will not survive, you will not end the journey well, you will die. I command that voice to be muted right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. There are some of you, even you are in a relationship with a good man, a good woman, but there is always fear that you will lose that good man. There is always a certain fear that you will lose that good woman. Some people are even married, but there is this fear that they will divorce. I cast that spirit from your life in the mighty name of Jesus. There are some of you, even when small malaria comes on your body, you will keep hearing voices that you will die in that sickness. I cast that spirit from your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I declare right now that whatever the Lord has purposed and planned for your life, let it be made manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. There are some of you, whenever you want to start businesses, anytime you want to do something that you have planned, there is this fear that will grip your heart. Some of you, because of fear, there are many things you have not been able to do. Even though God himself spoke to you to start these things, I pray for you. Some of you, because of fear, even the ministry God has called you into, you are not seeing any good things. You are always afraid. Some of you, you are always afraid to do something new in your life. But I speak as God's plans, God's prophets, and I declare in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that any assignment that the spirit of fear has been assigned to do in your life, let it fail now. Let it fail now. Let it fail now. Some of you, even when you are going for interviews, this spirit will come to you in a dream and they will let you know that you will fail. There is no way you can qualify. They put fear in your heart to the extent that when you go, it even reflects on your face. I prophesy by the power of the Holy Ghost. From today you are free, even from that spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus. Now one of the counterparts, one of the spirits that walk with death, one of the friends of the spirit of death is the spirit of fear. Before any man can die, fear must grip the soul of the man and drag the man to the spirit of death. I am standing under the altar. I am standing under the canopy of the Most High. And I declare over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. In the spirit of fear, the Bible said, For God did not give unto us the spirit of fear and timidity, but He gave unto us the spirit of love, of power, and of sound mind. I decree by the power of the Holy Ghost, let that spirit of fear lose its place in your life now. In the name of Jesus, in the matters of your interview, the spirit of fear is out of your life. In your marriage, the spirit of fear is out. In your finances, the spirit of fear is out. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in your relationship, that spirit is out of your life. In the mighty name.
of Jesus. Whatever the Lord has said concerning your life will surely be made manifest in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. We are going to meet this evening at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. Make sure you join us. We're going to have an awesome time in the Word of God. Hallelujah. And also, God willing, tomorrow we are all fasting. Are you following? God willing, tomorrow we are all fasting. Are you following? This evening, um, I want to talk to us about the destiny of nations. But kindly also give me some short time in that same moment to talk to our married men and women. Are you following? Yeah, it was actually supposed to be, um, you know, family life. Can you all hear me, please? Great. It was supposed to be family life, but um, you know, family life from above, mashi mache, and um, I will surely get time for them. Amen. All right. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So, please, God willing, this evening at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time, let's meet. We're going to talk about the destiny of nations and also um, I will make time and talk to the family life people. Amen. So, um, today we will not go to the deeper dimensions because some of the singles will join us and we don't need to hear those deeper things because they are not part of deeper life international bible church hallelujah all right the lord bless you <laughs> and keep all of you strong in the name of jesus amen and also don't forget that god willing tomorrow we are all fasting it is just one day one day fast are you following 6 a.m to 6 p.m everybody should join everybody should join it is going to be a time we are going to pray into our marriages are you following whether you are married or not, join. And let the Lord help his church. Hallelujah. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And also don't forget. Don't forget that God willing, this Saturday is mega one word from the Lord. This Saturday, mega one word from the Lord at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost. Make sure you don't miss it. The Lord bless you. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240 We shall meet this evening. Shalom. Bye bye.